Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. Hi, Sean, and hi, Jonathan. Hello. Hiya. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, be- I'm beautiful today. Thank you very much. And I'm uh, excited to be on your show. Great. What's on your mind, Sean? Right now, I, I, yep. I guess what I'm thinking right now is I just hope we have a lot of fun on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we will because Jonathan is here also. So we will have a, a great fun. So that's, that's the whole thing. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about. I could say that straight from the, that was a question I wanted to have later on. But I do a search on your name. But one of your uh, songs on, on your new album, Solo, and we'll come back about that, the word solo, because I like that word. Uh, you had a mu- uh, song called Music, and it was a mix with Matt Pop. Uh, could you tell about your love for music? Because Jonathan knows when I'm saying that, love for music. It's a reference to Rosalla and uh, her great song there, uh, Love for Music. Yeah? Uh, I love Rosala as well. She's she's absolutely incredible. I love but music. Yeah, the, is her title of her song? Yeah, yeah, of course. And this one's just this one's just music. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 a great song. It was originally for uh, my old the band that I used to be in with my sister, Same Difference, and we uh, we actually recorded it as a, as an entry for Melody Festival and years ago. Okay, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I know you have some uh, some thoughts on that, but yeah, no, it's um, it, it was it was a, it was a, such a good song that when uh, it never got released, unfortunately, because we split the band before before okay. our uh, elusive third album. But yeah, I decided to uh, take it for myself as a, as a yeah. solo record, and uh, yeah, Matt Pop's done an incredible uh, version of it and brought it right up to date, and it's uh, it's basically a love letter to music itself. That the whole song is about my love for music from from growing up and uh it is it's it's like it's a song that's written yeah. to to say thank you for the music <laughs> oh, <laughs> it always sounds like music. an abba yeah. record now abba, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's but, a tribute um, that's great <laughs> it's a tribute to music in general yeah so um it's a it's a it's a very sort of it's an old song that's been mm-hmm. sort of brought up to date but as a as a love letter to music, and it's definitely worth checking out if if you listeners get a chance. Mm-hmm. And then we, we'll, I mean, you will now turn out uh, upside down in what I was thinking about with my uh, outline and so on. So we will do it the, from the end in a way. At the end of your album, you have this, uh, and you then you have human, and you have uh, another one there. Um, it it sounds very much as me uh, my interest in like uh, electronic music and synth pop what, what what could you say about that At the end of your album there solo it's it's more dance and electronic and synth synthesizer music yeah they they're kind of like out there on their own those records because mm-hmm. um i mean the human is is obviously a um a cover by the incredible band yep. the killers and uh, mm-hmm. the reason why we did it was more for the fans probably because it, it's a song that I always do whenever I go out live. It's always a song that I perform, get the crowd singing along, and it became a fan favorite of mine. And uh, my label, Energize Records, which maybe we can uh, speak about a little bit later on, they came yep. to me and said, Look, we feel like 
you should be doing this as a record. I said, look, you can't cover the killers. It's such a great song, such yeah. a sort of iconic record. You, you know, you don't, you don't try it when you're an artist like me. And they yeah. were like, no, trust me. We'll do a great version. We, we, we'll go with it. And, uh, originally I said, look, I'll do the version, but I don't want it to be on my album <laughs> because okay, yeah. it's setting me up for ridicule. You know, you, cause because mm-hmm. of that, you don't, you don't do a killer's record. Um, but they were adamant, you know, and we, they, they kind of met, met me halfway because on the CD version, I do two CDs and it actually opens up the second disc. So all the, all the fans that are proper fans of mine that know that that's why I've done the record, that because they've seen me live and everything like that will understand that that's why it's on the record. But, um, originally it was never going to be released, uh, uh, as a, as a digital release and mm-hmm. i was quite surprised that they'd kind of like put it on the end of the uh, of the album it was originally i want to stay was going to be the last song uh but they but they but but they said that they love that version so much and and the people need to hear it so and at the end of the day they're my label and what they say goes so um i'm kind of glad you know because it's it's something for the fans hopefully um and as you said it's it's an electronic kind of record and it's very sort of old old school in its approach it's it it, it's kind of suits the fans i've got so yeah i I was really happy with how it turned out and to me matt pop is such an incredible producer and he kind of works with me so beautifully that um it was sort of a match made in heaven if we were going to do a record like that Mm, great and then we'll continue on this line because you talked about the anxiousness and, and I mean, relief that you are published in your album that people have waited for, your your true fans. Because I said that in the green room, I, I didn't know so much about you, uh, Jean. Uh, it was uh, Jonathan that said, couldn't Jean be on uh, the show because we had Rosalla here some time ago? And uh, so why not, I said. And I listened to some of your songs, The summer t- Summertime. And then when you said about this anxiousness as to release something and do a promo, of course, this is in, in, in that way you could be and radio stations and so on. Uh, and we talked in the growing room. What could we talk about? Is it any taboo uh, topics and so on? And you said, no, go for it. So then I will say that in parentheses here as a straight question here. Uh, how gay, like in happy? are you but it's now released this solo album and all puns intended so we will talk about that and follow up soon yeah i mean as far as gay being happy is concerned i am yeah. very very gay to be <laughs> releasing yeah. this yeah. uh this album uh, but it's i mean look i mean we talk about uh sexuality i've got no qualms about it whatsoever i think what yep. you mentioned in the green room was uh you yep. know i've read online that you're a gay icon and uh <laughs> i spoke to jonathan about this too and he he kind of disagreed if, if uh, i mean jonathan you might want to say something here. <laughs> yeah jump in now um, jonathan <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, I i have no worries in being called that whatsoever it's it's, it's incredible to me that um <laughs> but I, I you know as i said i think something that i said in the green room was you know i'm no kylie minogue i mean i know she's a huge uh gay fan base all over the world and you mm-hmm. know that, that certainly is the case but i you know i'm overjoyed with the fact that i've got a, a big following in the lgbt community so um mm-hmm. That's that's so important to me. They were always fans of me all the way through um, the same difference days. And uh, I'm so thankful that they followed on to today. 
And that's what I say, that I, I'm, as I said, in the Green Room also, I'm for individual rights, not special rights. But it's interesting when you search and, and you, what kind of search results you, uh, you find. And then you were on uh, different uh, lists, as you said, LBGs, and also music uh, blog posts and other things like that. And I had, I, I did an introspection when I uh, saw a picture of you on the summertime. Uh, yeah, I mean, trained uh, in a uh, beach and so on, and also very <laughs> blonde hair. I had that back in the day when I was listening to synth music. I had, I was blonde <laughs> as, as beginning. No, I, I don't have so much hair, but then I'm more gray, I, grayish. But then I even blo- uh, made made it even blonder and whiter. And now you have, uh, is it that your natural color, black hair? Yeah, yeah, I've got like kind of dark. My natural color was sort of dark brown. Yeah, but I felt yeah. I always felt with the with the hair color, it was a it was a deliberate decision because mm-hmm. I kind of I I wanted to come out with some new look because I'd always been in the band with, with my sister and she mm-hmm. was always blonde and I kind of yep. felt like it was you know I was always dark, she was always blonde. It was and and. I just felt, and, and I was always kind of seen as this kind of cheesy thing. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, I don't know whether you have it so much in, in Sweden, but um, the high school musical thing, the, Dis- the big American Disney thing was sort of huge mm. when we were yep. on the TV. And so I was always kind of seen, put into that sort of box and bracket. And I was very keen to kind of break out of that. And so, yeah, yeah I ended up uh, training a lot. I put on a lot of muscle and, uh, yeah, kind of, did the the blonde hair thing and it kind mm-hmm. of just brought some excitement to um to getting released as stuff solo here in here in the UK and yeah I ended up sort of getting on sort of you know um big sort of primetime TV sort of things all because of this sort of new look so I mm-hmm. was I was very sort of thankful that that worked for me in the end yeah so what's your look now i mean both i mean physically and also <laughs> inside and please tell well, a bit about your long, in, impressive, uh, biographic. Uh, your, yeah, I mean, your as you said, love for music, but also theater and so on. Could could you um, give uh, the listeners a bit of background there? Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, at the moment, um, honestly and truly, I'm back to my natural color. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, that was that was quite. Um, I, what started to happen, believe it or not, was like, I, I don't know whether you had this when you were younger, but um, I dyed it so much that my hair was like getting thin and I thought, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I, <Yep. laughs> it was just so much upkeep. So I ended up thinking, right, I'm going to go back to my natural and just start again. And at the moment, it's uh, it's all grown out, um, which is, you know, I, I feel I feel a bit more myself maybe, but I feel like a lot of the fans really liked me as a blonde and wouldn't mind me going back but yeah going mm. towards because obviously um the coronavirus has been such a big thing um yep. it, at the moment and uh you know talking about keeping the body up together it's mm. it's been a lot tougher because all the gyms have been closed so uh you know it's something that once you've done it people expect you to always have that body and i just want to say to everybody it's it's not easy to to keep up and and especially when you've not got all the gym facilities so at the moment i'm kind of it's it's not a let go. I'm kind of definitely keeping my hand in and, and watching what I'm eating and stuff and training as much mm. as I can from home. But it's certainly not the same as it was there, <laughs> which is no. a huge shame oh, because I, can, I did love having that body. Go back to the gym on Saturday. They reopened. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. No excuses anymore. People <laughs> like I can't. 
I'm gonna have to get down the gym definitely and start start eating you know more more meat and proteins and all this kind of stuff uh, to sort of get big again. Because I think now the, the, the fans have come to expect it of me, so I've kind of made it difficult for myself. <laughs> but, um, <Yeah. laughs> oh my word! Yeah, talking about what you were saying about my biog, yeah, what an in- I've I've had a been really lucky in my career no question and um it started way back when I was sort of only seven years old and I was doing theatre stuff and it's kind of just just grown from there really I've I've, I've been in the uh the tours of um We Will Rock You which I'm not sure if you have in Sweden but it's all the music of Queen yeah and, uh, I am uh, so I have a good good friend uh, at, uh, Bengt Åke and he's a big fan of Queen uh, so yeah. I listen I mean I listen much of electronic music but I, I i listen to all kind of music and 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 uh, queen and especially of course uh, the singer uh, he, he had so how do you say big repertoire uh, from oh, everything Freddie from Mercury, opera you mean? yeah Mercury, yeah everything yeah, from opera yeah. to rock to and this melodic thing so i mean yeah it's it's great so um, that's interesting to to hear and uh, so please uh, continue and you have to tell about your interest there in theater also and pantomime so yeah yeah so in in the uk we have a, a huge thing um that happens every christmas it's 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 more of a kind of like a a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing mm. that we do in the uk but we all kind of like yeah congregate to sort of watch a a sort of fairy story happen in front of our eyes in the theater and it's all very you know it's, it's some fun and games for the kids there's like you know a comedian there's always like a uh, a, a, an old school love story that runs through it. It's usually like you know Jack and the Beanstalk or Cinderella, or but it's it's an all singing, all dancing affair, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like a tradition that we have here. I mean, what would you call Panto, Jonathan? It's, it's it is like a bit of a tradition we have here, isn't it? Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it... I've done I've done Panto myself a long time ago as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Panto yeah. Feared, yeah. I don't think there's any other term for it. I think it is just pantomime. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, as I say, I know that it's something that doesn't happen all all over Europe and the rest, a lot of the rest of the world don't really get it. It's something that's very sort of typically British, I guess. Hmm. But um, yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to probably do about 12, 12 in my day and always sort of like playing the, the sort of leading man type character, which is a hell of a lot of fun. And, and I always find it really makes the Christmas time special here in the UK. And uh, it's a huge shame at the moment, obviously, because of coronavirus, it looks as mm. if uh, a lot of them aren't going to be going ahead. They're going to be making decisions soon. But uh, yeah, I've always been doing those all the time growing up and always been involved in the theatre. And again, I have to say how sad it is that the, at the moment the sort of bottom's falling out of the theatre world because because of the coronavirus and I'm praying that we can get back to it very soon because it feels like something's missing. Is it, is it the same for you, Jonathan, as well? Like, we feel like you just can't wait to get back on stage again? Yeah, it's been... Um, I mean, I, I'd been wanting to do um, my my show reel um, to get that sort of, like, renewed before the virus... Um, locked everybody down and everything and the scripts were being sorted and we were just picking locations to go and shoot so as soon as we get the green light that we no longer social distancing um i'll be going to shoot that um, scene for my show reel incredible yeah that's it's kind of how how i am like you look at it and think well what can we do to to maximize you know this make something out of this bad situation and uh thinking about getting a, a show reel up together for when things come. It's a great time to, to turn all that around and 
the same the same with me it's like you know i feel really sad that we didn't get to do a video for summertime it lends itself to that and uh we never got the chance to shoot one but you know you never know once things get up and going we get the green light it might it might end up happening we'll have to wait and see mm. yeah yeah I mean, we have I was, to be I was speaking to my agent um i think it was a few a few weeks ago and she was sort of like saying that despite me wanting to like update my show reel I could still potentially do things at the minute because they're doing um, like castings where you can social distance on the set and things like that and do some forms of self-tape and all that. But I'm not really into doing the self-tape type thing because I don't really feel like I have the equipment to do it and I don't feel I'd do it right. So I need somebody there to actually set it all up for me and actually just see me do my thing. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely best to be pro when you're dealing with stuff like that, for sure. Yeah, I think definitely. So maybe we could reach out to listeners out there and spread the good word for Jonathan so he could start getting to this scene and stage again. So, yeah. because uh, you have in, you have in his... Sweden at the moment with the, with the coronavirus? Is everything all good? Yeah, that's, that's a story of its own. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, as I said, uh, in the green room also, I'm for freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and also freedom of movement, but also to be on the safe side. But in a way, Sweden has taken a different uh, way of doing it. And uh, in a way, I agree with that. I don't believe in how to say that you become a prisoner uh, or, or you have to be safe than sorry. But yeah. to close everything down um, without having a, how how do how would I say a plan or or don't know effects on it um, it's yeah. a bit strange. Uh, but then in Sweden's case, it had been very random in different ways. First, it was a certain numbers of when you could go to event, and then they decreased that. And but it haven't been total lockdown, with them, uh, which I think is a good thing. Uh, that said, I have been very much home and on distance uh, and yeah. when i have a meeting i take either a cab or or get picked up or or and i meet only on on a in a safe way i don't do yeah. on public transportation or, or something like that uh, but but we are free to walk around or, or doing something like that and in a way i think oh. that's uh, a better yeah. solution I mean, I... but we we will wait and see and that's what i see i i want to focus on the positive things but you see, I mean, the tension uh, between countries and, and um, leaders um, uh, pointing fingers at each other and so on. Yeah. And, but yeah. I, what I think we should do is <laughs> learn from this and also see where it came from and have, have it happened before in the history and how could we prevent it for the future and what do we learn from this and, and this kind of thing. So I, I recently lis- listened to a webinar on uh, from The Economist, the editor there, and they had lots of interesting um, views about that and what we learn from it and what how we could plan for the future. So yeah, I, I think, uh, but for example, as we talked about uh, with all the concerts and events and so on, that's n- not much of that. So, and that's of course pity no. and sad, but you could do it in, in, in different ways. And uh, you have that one, one support things that you have done together with your blonde sister, in in uh, you have uh, done a song there. Could you tell a bit, bit about that? Oh yeah! Wow, I can't believe you know about that. Absolutely, no, that's well, Jonathan's uh, thanks. Thanks, but I went through <laughs> it in your, in your stream because we are friends now on Facebook. So I saw that and liked it. So 
Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Well, yeah, basically, obviously, I'm sure, I'm sure you know over in Sweden that we have a, a national health service that yep. is. Uh, I think it's something that I mean. I think you'll probably agree, Jonathan. It's something we're very proud of here uh, in in uh, in the whole, isn't it? And I think it's something that we we take as a very na- as a national treasure. Would you say, Jonathan? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. We're working for the NHS and and everything. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's got yeah. I think in the UK, people do take it quite seriously, and and it is it is a thing. Because uh, oh, excuse me, um, there has been quite a few um events as well um recently where people have like got together and done like virtual um like lockdown festival gigs and and sort of raise raise money for like lots of NHS charities um. And child bereavement and, and that sort of thing as well. And it's just, it's amazing what, uh, what, what can actually be done. Um, to say we're in the situation that we're, we're actually in. Yeah. Mm. I think the, um, the big thing is, is obviously there's a lot of pressure on our NHS at the moment, um, because of the coronavirus and, um, the, the, the government is always, it's always been a big thing in our country where the government doesn't necessarily always give, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not very. I don't like being politics, <laughs> but mm-hmm. get, talking about politics too much. But it seems that they're underfunded with certain things at times, and it seems like the whole of the UK want to keep the NHS alive and what, and, and love the, the structure of it and the way it works for us. So, what's happening at the moment with all the pressure they're under is it's, my sister and I have decided to um, when it's it's been probably what we 2014 we split the band, but we've decided because we're brother and sister that we're going to come together for a one-off record to um, to make some money for the for the NHS and every penny made from the single will go to that um, to make sure that, you know, if, if, there's been a, obviously a lot of deaths and stuff happening here in the UK. I don't want to get morbid, but um, we want to make sure that there's prevention, make sure, you know, um, there's just, everything's as safe as it possibly can be here in, in the UK. So, um, yeah, we felt like it was a very important charity to, um, to donate to, and we decided to do it through inspiration and, 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 and write this song that was written by our long-term school teacher and mentor and, um, rewrite it to, to give as much as we can to, to the charity. That's great. Then I will do this segment about this searching because, as I said, when I uh, had Rosalia on the show, I knew her, I listened to her music for a long time. Uh, but with you, Sean, uh, it was like an open uh, book and canvas. And when I saw your impressive bio and all the shows you have been in and so on, but you have uh, a pretty common name, Smith. Uh, <laughs> so Mr. Smith, so Sean. So when I searched first on that, uh, I got lots of results. But when I did, because you have done a clever thing here, you have a domain name, uh, seansmithsolo.com. Uh, you are not solo, I understand, but you, I, I like the word. We will talk about to be a solo, to be an individual, to be, to be alone in a way, but in a positive way. But you have, you have in a way, um, um, covered that pretty well. So when I searched for Sean Smith solo album, I got 207,000 results. And when uh, I saw your first uh, hit there, it was your own site, Sean Smith. Uh, dot, uh, so uh, SeanSmithSolo.com. And then the Energize Records, uh, where you're on, 
and then also a Wikipedia on Turn Me On, the song, and then a YouTube advert for uh, your uh, album that's now out, and and then your Twitter um, uh, handle, Sean Smith Solo. Yeah. So you're you're active there, and uh, that's how we. Uh, Jonathan uh, uh, connected. He he reached out to me when after I have shared that I've listened to one of uh, Rosala's songs. So he contacted me there on Twitter. So and also then on Instagram and so on. So um, there also your Great Facebook stuff. Energize uh, the record label and then uh, your own solo and then Amazon Music. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, have you uh, had any thoughts about that when? How long have you planned this album and and also this uh, to include the word solo in your uh, in your name or artist name? Well, I have to say, actually, it's um, it's, it it was way back when we decided to call it solo. I mean, it, we mm. never actually released the news till till uh, probably you know like about a month ago when when we knew that the album was coming. But it's always been on our mind because it it, it the word says so much because. Uh, you know, I was originally in the duo, same difference, and um, so so going going solo, it just mm. said everything that needed to be said from from that, and uh, and also it's it rolls off the tongue relatively easily, so it's got a good a good hook point for anybody who's uh, who's interested, and as you said, it's a very very common name. Um, mm. You know, I think apart from maybe John Smith in the UK, <laughs> it's probably up there, maybe maybe. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the only one that's that's more, that's less popular. That's more, the only one that's more um, sort of common <laughs> yep. here in the UK. So, uh, you know, I had to do something that's going to make me stand out. And um, I have to say, all credit has to go to my old management team, actually, uh, Royal mm. Lion, because they were the ones who said, "Look, we thought about that. It, it says everything so perfectly. Let's book that domain name. Let's get." And they kind of run with that. And um, yeah, I have to say you know massive thanks to them really for for coming up with that because it is something that has really stuck with me and it's something that um makes me instantly recognizable yeah that's, that's great so i think you should have uh, a good good uh, uh applause there uh, for doing this and to be uh, found out and searched when you search for things and as jonathan said also when we talked about in the green room about your development and your career is that also why, why you picked the name, as you said, to, to go solo in a way, but also to have cooperation and, and uh, with, with others, but you're doing your, your thing, so, so to speak. Could you, could you t- uh, reflect a bit about that also? Um, what, what, what do you mean, like, like doing my yeah, thing yeah, now? To be, yeah, like a solo artist um, instead of being in a band, uh, but also cooperate with other artists and so on. And also doing mixes. Yeah, well, there's there's been lots of stuff happening because I, I mean, I wanted to um, collaborate with other artists. It's something that always mm-hmm. has felt very very natural to me, purely because obviously I've always been working with my sister. So um, when when some people came forward to me and said you know they might want to collaborate with me for the album or maybe even doing a single, it felt so unbelievably natural. I, I was always a bit iffy about doing it with. Um, with another female artist because I don't want my sister and, and bandmate to feel like she's been pushed out. But, mm-hmm. um, it's so eventually f- at first it was, uh, Peter Wilson. We did a cover of a great track called Verona and that's done well in 
lots of countries all over the world. And then uh, Ben Davidson, who's another artist with Energized Records and with the same management as me, came to me with a fantastic song called Dirty Mirrors. And to be honest, when I first spoke to him, I wanted it the song for myself, <laughs> but yeah. it lent itself so much to be in a so uh, to to be in a duet that we ended up putting that down together and uh, had so much fun in the studio doing that. And that's come out really, really well as well. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's all been very smooth so far being solo from, from being in the duet. Um, but at first it was very, very difficult to, to, to get my head around the fact that it's me that I'm putting forward now and anything that you do put out, there's going to be a reflection of you. So you've got to make sure that it's exactly the way that you want it and, and a, a very fair reflection of who you are as a, a person and an artist. Hmm. Yeah, and that's uh, one uh, when I did uh, uh, alternative search on DuckDuckGo, one of uh, one uh, hits where results that stick out uh, were an interview there on Phoenix uh, ninety eight point FM, and it, uh, Spencer Carter. Uh, I will listen to that um, later on and so on. But uh, it, it seemed to be a nice uh, interview and conversation and. Uh, when you talk about your album and so on, so could you uh, fill in a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, talking about Phoenix FM, huge thanks has yep. to go to uh, to Jonathan, really, because mm -hmm. he's uh, he's promoting everything for Energize Records, and he's managed yep. to get me some some awesome stuff to to. To, to to chat to some really great people and to um, get the album out there as much as we can. So all thanks for for that, Jonathan. Right. Yeah. So you're not on. <laughs> please, please tell how how do you do? I know how you reach out to me, but uh, do you want to tell a bit about that, or is it a secret? Yeah, no, the the the, the interview you did with Phoenix with Baz. Oh my God, that guy is is hilarious. He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love I love him. He's, he's awesome. That's great. So uh, could you tell uh, Sean a bit about the, your now the album solo uh, because it's plenty of tracks there but I understand as a, a newcomer to to your music it's have been over over time and you have done singles you have done collabs collaboration as you said and also thought about this for a long time so so I I talked about the end of your uh, album with as you said Dirty Mirrors Verona Human and also the music. Um, uh, but you could start from the from the start if you want, and also the summertime that was the single that I listened to to first. But yeah, there's. I mean, I think pretty much every song on the album's got got a story in itself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of trying to get the album up now so we can. Yeah, if I've got any interesting stories. Uh, well, magic was is the first song on the album. It's the one that uh, I talked to you about when well, I did promotion on uh, on a big TV show here in the UK, and and it kind of sort of got me back out there in a big way that was when i had the blonde hair and and mm -hmm. uh the, the music the music video was out there and uh, a really good friend of mine was happy to to be in that uh shoot with me as sort of the love interest so we did we had a really good video shoot for that that's definitely worth checking out uh fallen is uh, nile outstead he's uh icelandic a lovely guy and uh yeah it, that's that's a fantastic track um it, it originally was all of these songs kind of came to me in a certain way of a demo and we just had to kind of work it as we went and and take what is great about the original song but then really make it work for me and i've been so pedantic working with all of the 
guys that I've been lucky to work with that have helped me produce this album because they really get my vision and um and I I love the way that they work too so it it always helps when you've got that sort of collaborative effort um yes it, like sort of for you that was originally a um it, it kind of sounded a little bit old school I think the demo was quite old and we had to sort of bring it right up to date but I was really happy with how that turned out but I mean, we could go for all of them. It's uh, summertime. Yeah, please We've do. Got a great story because um, we was I was out in Miami doing um, rehearsals for We Will Rock You at the time, and it just so happened that uh, Andy Sikorsky actually lived out in Miami, and he was like, "Look, come come round, let's let's collaborate on a on a record." And I think it was incredible. We got that whole song done in a day, and and then when it finally came back, it was clear that it was uh, it was good enough to sort of push the album as a, as a single. So. Um, and, and it really worked because obviously it's such beautiful weather out in Miami and it's such a cool place to be that everything came really, really naturally with that record. Mm. But um, I, I should talk about um, Hazard. The reason I'd say that is because it's a Richard Marks cover version. It's it's one of the only covers on the album. Obviously, the only other one is um, Human, which you've already discussed. Mm. Um but that was never meant to be on the album. So really, this was going to be the only cover. And uh, Hazard was really an interesting one because Energize heard it on the radio and just came to me and said, look, we really think you should do a cover. And at first I wasn't too sure. But then I listened to it and I thought, my goodness, because here in the UK, um, we all watch Netflix hell of a lot. And there's a lot of kind of murder programs on there Ooh. that people were getting really excited about. So it kind of made sense. And I'm, I'm and a, was... uh, you know, I'm a soft person there, so I, I get scared about this. Uh, Do you? Story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, my, my girlfriend, she absolutely <laughs> loves all that kind of stuff. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but so she's, I, she I, doesn't I, seem creepy. She seems to be a nice person. I'm joking now. I probably uh, something no, she... creepy with me, but I don't understand <laughs> this murder history. Yeah. I like I mean, Hitchcock. Maybe she's looking. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's <laughs> honestly. I, I I sometimes watch it and think, why does she love this so much? Is she looking for a reason to get rid of me or something? <laughs> no, but I no, don't think so. <laughs> no, no. She's. I hope. I like to think she loves me too much for that. But yeah. no, uh, we we kind of we got into the the thing of kind of watching that kind of stuff on Netflix. Mm. And um, yeah, when so when I listened to the song and I realised it was about. You know this guy that was always misunderstood, and as soon as as soon as his friend winded up dead, they all, all fingers started pointing to him, and mm-hmm. uh, the lyrics were like haunting. It sends sends shivers down your spine, and I thought, wow, it kind of really is in keeping with the kind of stuff that everyone's watching. It's very very current, and I thought, and uh, it, what a great great idea by Energize to uh, to do a cover of that, and um, yeah, I'm really really pleased with the way it turned out. Dan Skulls from DSM Music did the um, did the remix for me and, and I think it's cut it's ended up being a, a fan favorite great and uh, for the record then I would say I I watch uh, but it that's very I mean in, not in a way humorous but have you uh, have you watched uh, the TV series uh, murder in paradise the BBC rings a one. bell yeah rings a bell it, I don't it's think it's been season yeah. nine or something like now so they are in a uh, Guadalupe or something like that is a nice island beaches and and uh, there you have been a different police officer from England uh, in a couple of seasons and he came to there and should uh, help them out and then it's all kind of things but it's like a relaxed laid-back thing they do partying they have fun 
when of course it is murder, but it's more like an old school, and you don't see the old, yeah, the, <laughs> the blood and so on. But uh, it's it's like a murder um, mystery in a, in a how to say you know the old ways of Miami Vice that you talked about Miami for example this kind of yeah. st- style yeah I mean it, 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 it's, yeah. it's it's quite it's quite tongue in cheek I've not I've not seen it myself but I've seen like snippets and I think um, Adler Hanlon's in it the guy who used to be in Father Ted yeah um, yeah oh, correct okay. correct yeah yeah Derek Jacobi I think mm. is Derek, Derek Jacobi in it as well yeah I think so yeah. So yeah. I, I, it's totally my style because I'm, as I said, American in spirit, but I'm also an Anglophile. But also this paradise and summer and, and the beaches, and I mean, they have a good time. Uh, but of course it is crimes, it's murders, but yeah, it's so obvious that, yeah. <laughs> so so I like that kind of style. And also uh, to plug for a new podcast that I have, uh, Hot and Spicy Review. Because I'm a chili head, so I like hot and spicy food and hot sauces. Then I said to my uh, the person, uh, Jim Johnson of J. Jones Productions, he's making jingles for podcasts. And, and also if you have a, like a song for your for life, you could say, like a melody. Um, and he, 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 I said then, uh, inspiration was this uh, murder in paradise and this, uh, how to say, um, uh, beach or island music like Hawaii or, or uh, South music like with uh, how to say this oil drums like tropical. And, yeah, yeah tropical yeah. thank you this kind of thing so he did a jingle of, of that that I will in the next episode of Hot and Spicy Review I will talk about that and, and my inspiration of this TV series and so on so now we'll do a side nice. track here do you, do you like hot and spicy food Sean? Oh but uh, you know I <laughs> You're gonna, you're, you're not gonna like me. I, I'm not a huge fan. I do like it. It's like, for yeah. example, I love um, Nando's. I'll always go for kind of somewhere in between. I don't want to go for the sort of lemon and herb, you know. Mm. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I don't want to go for the super, super hot. Where, I'm, where I'm, I, I like to, um, I like to be able to taste the spice. Yeah, but, but of course, but yeah. still, but not have my mouth burning so much that everything else feels like you can't taste it, and my nose is running and I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. So I'm That's somewhere good. in between. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jonathan? Do you like hot sauces? More or less, more, more or less the same. I like I like things probably at level level three. Um, yeah. If it's any more than that, then then no. Um, and like, for example, today I was at work and my lunch, I got yeah. one of um like Tesco's own brand um noodle dish things, but it was firecracker. Mm. When we bought yeah. it, you. Could see on the packaging um online when you do the online shop how many um chilies it's got on it it yeah. had five chilies on it so i was like sat at my wow. desk like my mouth <laughs> off it was horrible <laughs> do, do you know the recipes what you should do then uh, jonathan if if it's too hot so to speak you're meant to drink do... milk rather than yeah. water because the milk yeah. calms it down yeah yep. correct uh, or or the indian lassi or yogurt or or white bread yogurt yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, back, back to the album, is, uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're making my mouth water now. I haven't had my yeah. tea yet. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And that's good. We should talk about tea also because that's an important thing. Do you, so you do drink tea, uh, Sean? <laughs> that, is, a, that is important. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah. I have two podcasts about tea, one in Swedish and one in English. So for me, it's... Uh, wow. And I've written a book about tea also. So yeah. Oh, wow. Tell you about what your tea, tea interest. 
I kind of live, I live off the stuff. It's crazy. I don't know about you, Jonathan, but for me, I'm like, honestly, I'm at least 10 cups a day. And usually like, not just a small cup either. I've got like my own mug that's huge. And it's kind of like, yeah, I I have, I drink so much of it, but you know, everyone's got, wants it a certain way. My, um, my dad, whenever I make tea for him, he always says, ah, this is awful. You've got way too much milk in it and it's not strong enough. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, for me, for me, it's just uh, like, if he makes it, it's too strong and it's like, oh, it's it like a builder's taste. He'd, he'd yeah. Like, yeah. Like your, your yeah. 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 Like one, one, as I said, cause, cause of the training and stuff, I think if you have too yeah. much sugar, it's, it's really not good for you. So, um, yeah. I try to sort of limit it, but, uh, growing up i always had sugar in my tea but now now i don't do it but what do you make of this thing because you said about kind of you know you felt that you you, you know you you've got an affiliation with america but there was yeah. this tiktok thing recently weren't there where this girl was showing how to make a cup of english tea and it was like yeah i've seen that and I, it got me so, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i i don't already, i understand it's a joke but i don't already have words for it but uh, oh, <laughs> it's, yeah God. it's pretty <laughs> it is ridiculous she's like like putting water in the microwave and you know yeah. it's just yeah. i mean it's one way to make a cup of tea but it's certainly not the correct way for my opinion <laughs> no no i have uh, with an american artist and uh, fine artist and editorial cartoonist He's illustrated my first book. It's like a children's book, you could say, but for uh, grown-ups uh, interested in tea. And very, uh, we have a spread there with uh, the perfect kappa uh, and uh, about that you should have leaves and you should boil it for a certain way and, and have a tea uh, um, a kettle and, and so on and also a teapot. So uh, soon it will become uh, emoji, you know, the emojis that you can have on your smartphone. And so on. Great, uh, great. Yeah, that sounds we, so cool. With the teapot, so um, that's that's great. So I look forward to that. Yeah, so. it's. Uh, I, I'd I'd certainly don't go that far. I just use your standard tea bag and just yeah, you know, just just make it as it comes, I guess. But as I say, I I, I think it's one thing that's uh, again very sure. very British is drinking a lot of tea like that. Great. So so to joke with you now, Sean. I give you some ideas for future songs here. Uh, I'm all for that. So tea and uh, <laughs> and uh, spicy food. But maybe that could be a good combo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so, we can get that lyric in there somewhere. Yeah, Sean. So, so be- you, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, Sean. Do you uh, you sort of like drink any fruit teas or anything like that? Do you know when I went to? Um, china because i did a, i did a tour out in china for a while and uh yeah. i got really into fruit tea yeah they have it yeah. there because really it was so it was like impossible out there to get a, a, a good english cuppa and the worst thing was that obviously the the uh the, the language barrier is so it's so different like n- none of the words are anywhere near you mm. know and you know and, and i couldn't speak mandarin at all so it was it was really tough to kind of order anything so i'd kind of just point and uh, I'd point at the tea, wanting an English tea, but obviously they just give me whatever came. And but w- while I was out there, I, I had some really nice, really really nice tea, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one thing that I'd I'd take away from um, from China was yeah, just all the different types of tea that I had all the time. So, uh, it was really interesting, you know. But there was nothing like coming home and just making it my own way. <laughs> you know something, it's what you, you say, you say yeah, about like the making it your own way and things like that. When when um, we were on the podcast last time with Rosala, out of all the teas I thought she'd go for, she actually preferred to have a builder's breakfast tea. I was like, really? 
I wasn't <laughs> that. I was like, just like, yeah. So, um, but um, I was talking last night as well to um, to our friend Sarah, um, who interviewed you the other day, um, and she um, has got this thing um, with uh, with matcha tea um, now. She sent she sent me this message about do I know anything how to sort of like make sort of like match tea because I've like never I've never had it I've never drunk it um, and I said that I'd bring it up on the on the show today because I knew we'd be talking about tea so I don't know um, Martin whether whether you know anything about how to sort of like prepare matcha tea yeah it's that's a matcha tea the green powder tea from Japan you mean yeah yeah, yeah. and. And that's, uh, I mean, uh, the monks and so on have done that for a long time in Japan. So it's a tea, the tea ceremony that they have. So they grind the tea leaves in a certain way. So you yeah. you uh, digest or consume the whole leaf in in powder form. Uh, so you t- you take a small uh, like a teaspoon, or, or they have a special uh, yeah, tool I've seen for that. that. It's like a it's like yeah. a little uh, wooden tool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then you put it in 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 uh, the water, and then you have a whisk that you you a brush that you do a certain pattern, and then you also if you have I have never been on this tea ceremony in Japan, but I will someday. But then you also do it uh, with the hands and how you um, uh, turn the the bowl also. But what it is, it it's very I mean green <laughs> in a way, special acquired taste. But if you have a good quality, and on our Swedish podcast, we interviewed uh, two entrepreneurs called, and they have a brand called Filin Matcha. And he had been in, in Japan as a young uh, child and then got contact with, uh, with the tea farmer in Japan. And we tested that tea and it was very smooth because you Japan has uh, most of the tea they have, they consume it themselves. Uh, so when they export, you know, it's depending on what kind of grade you get. But it's very, I mean, it's healthy. They have studied, uh, done studies on this and, and uh, it's a special way of uh, drinking it and you get a, a kick off it and also like this calm at the same time. And it's been very popular, as you said, in Asia it, to put it in other things like in, in ice cream or sorbet or, or in candy or, or chocolate and uh, this kind of thing because it gets this very, very refreshing. refreshing and also this color, mm-hmm. green color. So, um, yeah, so I, I will send you some tips on how you could prepare it, uh, Jonathan. And uh, as I said, uh, are you on Instagram, uh, Jonathan? I am on Instagram. I very rarely use it, but I am on it. Yeah. Okay, good. Because then I look forward to, to see a picture of you, selfie, uh, drinking, uh, drinking matcha tea <laughs> after my instructions. So, <laughs> so that's great. That it's got to be like a ceremony. Exploring it's new stuff, be... yeah? <laughs> <laughs> So now, now back to the program. Now we have listened to the food and beverage podcast, and now it's back to this uh, episode with Sean, and he's going through the list of um, songs of the new album Solo. So please uh, continue, Sean, and thanks again for your input, there, Jonathan. I appreciate very much that you thought about my tea interest there. I love it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, yeah, I can carry on going through food. Um, the, the next one on the list was uh, All or Nothing. Um, again, they're so different, the, the, the demo compared to the finalized version. We, it, the, the, it was very kind of like 90s boy bands type vibe, the original uh, demo Ooh. that got sent should, to should us. We have a, should we have a debate about that? I mean, boy bands. <laughs> no, 
No, oh God, we don't or, have to. Because, I mean, or, or are you a new kid on the block, right? <laughs> no, not me. I, <laughs> you know, I, I was in boy bands when I was a kid. And uh, we yeah. had so much fun. And obviously, you can imagine like a group of lads going around together and doing different gigs and thinking you're a superstar. It's, it, it can be a hell of a lot of fun. But uh, I'm glad that I ended up with my career going the way that it did. But uh, yeah, it was it, the song's very much like that. It's, it's kind of like it, it felt a little bit old school, really. And we, um, we did a lot with it and uh, t- turned it into this kind of like really chilled, slow, like heavy drums in the, in the second verse. And it seems to have been, uh, again, one that people have said that they really, really like. And uh, some of the lyrics got rewritten as well. So, yeah, for, from the original demo to the final one, it's, uh, it's, it completely changed. And I think really, really happy with how it ended up. Yeah, yeah. No, we we could talk about boy bands another time. <laughs> yeah, we will do that because <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get mad. But oh, did like, otherwise enough, otherwise I, did... I will talk about girl bands uh, like Spice Girls uh, because they yeah, are spicy. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> are, are, they, <laughs> the are, are they still around? Show. Are they still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, they're oh, they're huge. I mean, we we absolutely adore them here in the yep. uk i think but a lot of people yeah it's um and for me they basically defined the 90s you know they and uh i still love them to this day and i sort of grew up like adoring the spice Girls. i think i think i think most people didn't they jonathan back in the day they still <laughs> I do like, i i actually i like two of their records and that's all i actually like to be honest yeah. um yeah. Uh, i've got a friend that will hate you for saying that <laughs> <laughs> um one of one of the it's not rylan is it <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, he no, um, I, the two songs that I actually like. One of them is one of the really popular ones that they did, and they did it for, um, I think it was Comic Relief or something as well. Was it um, Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah, great song. Great song. Yeah, that was their sort like, of like famous one from the Brits, wasn't it? Do you remember when she was wearing yes. that gorgeous set? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had, was it Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders played the other characters? The, 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 the characters in Kathy Burke or something, I think it was in the video. Yeah, crazy, um, wasn't it? Um, so there was that one, and then the other one was, um, it was a bit later on, was it called Holler? Oh, yeah, yeah, another great tune. Yeah. yeah the only See, I that. loved all their stuff. I was, I was sort of like, bit of a spice boy i guess <laughs> but uh <laughs> growing up but it's it's mad like all the all the different you know i love so much different music and i've always just been a lover of music i think but yeah those two definitely great tracks for me anyway mm-hmm. and, and talking about that yeah uh, if you would if you had just put a label on your music style sean what would that be yeah, because now we understand that you have a rich background and you have done lots of different things but right now what uh it's so what would tough because i be? don't i don't really know i, I guess it's pop I because think it's, it, it's, yeah the pop so if, if rosala is queen of ray what what are you what's your label oh it's definitely pop music i certainly yeah. would call myself the king of pop <laughs> that would be that would be so <laughs> vicious it's unbelievable but uh because there's so many that have tried to claim that title and uh, i think yeah. you have to be the, the bit the best of the best but let me tell you it's I don't know. It to me, it's it's different records have got slightly different flavors. I yep. like to think that I've kind of developed something that's going to be uh, quite tr- just true to myself. Um, mm. But Good. I've always been a pop artist. 
and uh, when when I was with Sarah, so I don't think that it, it's changed. It's still it's still pop records, as you said. There's there's electronic vibe in some of it. There's sort of like almost an R and B style in in one of the tracks. Um, mm. There's yeah, there's uh, that moves me the on. Su- the summer the song. What would you say about that? That that was the uh, first one that oh, I listened to. I've forgotten what um, they call that, but there was Summertime. a time when, yeah, yeah, yeah there, there was a time when kind of uh, Justin Bieber was doing like his stuff <laughs> yeah, with yeah. like chain smokers. <clears throat> I can't yeah. remember what they call it, but that was the um, that was who, the kind who is of... Justin Bieber? No, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, that that that. <laughs> Jonathan, that you have to tweet of... this. We will see what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, I guess, where that sort of song sort of derived from, because yeah. that was huge at the time. You know, when his sort of like album came out that had like "Sorry" on it, I think it's called Deluxe or something. It, mm. Yeah, uh, it's something like that. I can't remember. Do you know what that was called, Jonathan? Do you remember? Was it Deluxe? I think it was. But it, this album was huge. You couldn't get away from it, and it was just played mm. everywhere you went. And that was yeah. such so such a sort of big style at the time that um, Andy Sikorsky was kind of showing an interest in in making that kind of music and um it kind of derived from there really i guess but i don't mm. know what they call it i think it's like they, they call it something oh man I, I should really know this stuff if i'm doing a record that's in that style i should really know <laughs> <laughs> but i like to th- sort of think that i've just kind of just taken it and just rolled with it and just yep. just uh, done my own thing you know I, i i wouldn't want to put any tags on this album i just think mm. It is is the album that I always set out to make when I was when I was a young boy, and yep. uh, and it's kind of come together exactly as I'd always hoped and I'd always planned. Um, It's great, great. Uh, yeah. And uh, how could we spread the good word about it? And of course, you have to wrap up with uh, if you have missed any songs because it's in, in total is nineteen or. Uh, well, no, I, I think on the there's 23 tracks on the two wow. disc okay. album, yeah, okay. but um, yeah, there's so on uh, Apple Music. I saw when uh, because I did it right before we re- started recording because you you released it uh, July 20th, right? Yeah, it's only just come out. Like, I think yeah. it was Sunday. So yeah, yeah. So so is it a special when you said uh, over 20 songs? Is it like a special? Uh, edition or the vinyl or uh, do they do different things on Spotify and Apple or so do you know about that Jonathan I mean you are the rep here for uh, the record label and things so you have to inform us how does it work In say that again sorry yeah the, when I, I, I think when I added that to my uh, Apple Music account I think it was 19 songs on the solo album But now Sean says it's over 20. So, so uh, where where do I find the other songs? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to answer for it? Uh, uh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> the, <laughs> the uh, is it like, <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was going to say on certain pla- certain platforms and, and things like that, yeah. you sometimes get like extra extra tracks, and I know some some of the tracks are like remixes and things like that. So I'm, okay. I'm not I'm, yeah. So the, the, basically, the CD has got twenty three tracks over two. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's a two disc uh, album, and you, yeah. th- that that's available from direct from Energize. That's um, great. But the Good. yeah, I'm seeing now on Spotify and Apple Music. I think there's there's yeah sixteen tracks because 
but it was only supposed to be 13 right up to I Want to Stay and then Human, yeah. the Verona Matt Pop extended mix and the Fire Project K extended mix. They were all added to the album for the digital release. So yeah, um, yeah as far as I can see, up to um, I Want to Stay, which is 13 tracks, is disc one, which I imagine to be the uh, the, the actual album itself. And then the, the other three are like... Um, bonus tracks so human verona and fire they're bonus tracks that you that you can also that are also added to the um to to, to be able to stream so because i yeah. think I, I think that the label thought that they were really good records so yeah. um yeah i think we pretty much talked about most of most of the records to be honest there's one never going to change which uh, i actually wrote myself when i was in uh, we were rocky with my with my good friend who plays kishogi uh, we wrote mm. that one together because we just used to kind of like have a few drinks and just jam together and uh, we we i think we um we we cooked up a sort of pop gem in the, in that record and uh, my friend lynette she did all the uh, some of the, the female that you can hear on the record is her mm. and she played the uh, the the killer queen which is one of the major roles with me in that so um and she's absolutely fantastic so uh i was really happy with how that that record turned out but i'm looking through now and i think we've pretty much talked about uh talked about all of the songs i've not gone into this much detail <laughs> on any interview so uh yeah. ho- i really hope that people go and check them out so they know exactly what it is that we're talking about yeah, that's great. Uh, and and where uh, where could uh, the listeners uh, find your music and other stuff about you, Sean? I guess if uh, if the listeners go to www.seansmithsolo.com, uh, I almost said same difference then. Oh my God, I'm losing <laughs> yeah. my mind. <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> that was years how do you ago. say it's same same but different, right? That, that that yeah, that was like our little cheesy slogan that we used yeah. to have. <laughs> I like it. But no, it's uh Shawsvisolo dot com and if you pretty much go there, you'll see you you know, you'll be able to pre order the um CD. I I should say there was a, a limited edition vinyl, like a clear vinyl that was a bit unfortunately sold out now, so I shouldn't really mm. promote it. But um yeah. But yeah, it's good. That, maybe maybe you could do some uh, another edition later on if you have a fans asking for it, right? Um, well maybe i mean watch this space but we, we i think that's the point of doing something limited is that yeah i know there's something that they, they're lucky <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <You're> lucky <laughs> yeah sorry i'm losing i'm losing it now so I'm yes <laughs> i even called myself same difference that was years ago oh my god it's all but good no uh, it's all on there sean spicello you can you can follow me on instagram you can follow me on uh, twitter and facebook all that kind of stuff and yeah it spotify pages out there too and you can listen to the records right now so um mm-hmm. yeah thanks for letting me get that one in buddy <laughs> that's great and uh, of course check out energy energize records there for for other artists and uh and uh, also that you could buy, as I said, the limited things and the vinyls and things like that. Or you also, because I know Energy Records, I have added that to my Bandcamp profile. So there you could also find stuff. So um, I like uh, how, how you could uh, find new new songs and new music in in different ways. So it's interesting to, to hear about the opportunities there. Uh, so, uh, Jonathan, do you have anything to to add or uh, to comment on this uh, conversation? Any anything is on your mind? Um, not really. No, I think Sean's more or less summed everything up, and I think we're all out of all out of words. Really, I don't think there's much more to say. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> other than sort of again, thank you for the opportunity to um, to take the time out to to interview him as well. Um, really appreciate it. That's great. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and now, as we talked in the green room, are you ready for this, Sean? To do. Uh, oh yeah! Here we go. The exciting part. Call to action. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like this kind of conversation, um, and I'm interested to hear your construct, constructive feedback in different ways, everything from tea to chili to, yeah, the gay happy thing and what whatnot, uh, then you could do, go to my PayPal um, account there and do a, hit the tip jar or do a donation. So that's paypal.me forward slash Lindescope. But then I asked uh, Sean if he was up for it to to say it uh, in his lovely voice here, like a singer and true artist. So go for it, Sean. Is it Lindeskog? Is, yes. is that right? Correct. <laughs> so, so if you yeah, if um, if you want to make a small uh, donation, then yep. you need to go to PayPal. Is that is that? Am I saying okay. it right? <laughs> PayPal dot me. Yeah, correct. So slash, PayPal yep. PayPal dot me forward yep. slash. Linda Skog. Correct. Is that right? Yes. yes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about that. Great. <laughs> I think I got it right. Thank you. Thank you much for the plug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Any time, buddy. I hope yeah. it makes a few uh, uh, some money for you, you know. Because then I could buy some music. So that's great. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> At energy Records or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> correctly. Go you directly. So anything you want to add uh, and end uh, the thing here, Sean? No, I really think I'm 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 truly happy with that. I think we've we've covered so much stuff. It's been really interesting to go to to talk about so much. I didn't expect to, to be honest with yep. you. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, they're making this an interesting chat, and I'm sorry if I've uh, talked way too much. Like, I feel Jonathan's no, like you didn't. not got to speak, uh, not got to speak very much because I've just uh, non-stop talked. <laughs> yeah, but, um, uh, but you uh, know we've had fun. I don't That's like amazing. to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's all good. So, so thank, thanks again say, for your. I will your say time. one thing, yeah. sure. Sorry. Yeah. Please. I was just going to say when you were talking about the single, the, the singles on the album and everything. My favorite ones, um, "Do I Die." That's my favorite one. Oh, yes. really? That's funny. That's so funny because, so, you know, we, we never really mentioned that one. <laughs> but, yeah, so great. I'm so so glad that you got now that we have there. to dig into that. So why is that your favorite, Jonathan? Because you want to uh, you want to do something, you don't want to die, right? <laughs> well, I guess so. Um, yeah, what, no, is, what, uh, what is it about the song, uh, Jonathan? And then uh, we have, we'll hear Sean's uh, version also. So please, please tell. There's a there's like a, a message behind the the, the lyrics that yeah. is quite meaningful and um, I quite like the like like the, the vibe of the actual sound of the record yeah. as well. Um, so and plus um, I like the story with the video um, as well. Um, and yeah, it's um, it that song stands out for me. Um, on, yeah. on the album, along with um, Verona, which Sean spoke about as well earlier on. They're my two favorites, right? Correct. And, and when I saw the uh, title, I was thinking of the state where I, where I was living in the uh, United States of America when I was studying in uh, New Hampshire. And their motto is live free or die. 
And that's what we have to think about, to live free. As you know, Rosala has a great song with that also. So everybody's free. Mm. So, um, mm. Sean, what, what do you say about that song? Yeah, I, I, I love it. I absolutely love that record. I think, again, from where it started, the original demo that we had, it was very sort of old school, but it had a lot of energy and we love that about it. And we didn't want to lose that energy, but we wanted to sort of bring it right up to date and we did a whole new take on it. Um, I, I'll absolutely, yeah, the lyrics, they're so good to sort of perform because they're they're right in your face and i think that they they do evoke a, re- a reaction inside of you and thanks for um it's, it's really interesting getting jonathan's take for me because it, how people feel about certain songs like for me I, I i kind of i remember doing the video and um the girl that's in it is actually my girlfriend and we had this whole thing where we wanted to make it really cinematic because it kind of suited the the lyrics of the song and i think we did a, a cracking job getting getting such a great video out of that but um yeah i i i mean i yeah i don't really know what else to say to say about that song really it's just, it was um it was quite obvious it was going to be a single very early and i'm so glad that we managed to to get a great video for it to to go with it and uh, i really love you know going right into it i really love how the masterings come out too because when it when it we finally got the version back it sounded really punchy and i think it added so much to the eventual sound of the track so um yeah an- another great one that's definitely worth checking out great thanks again for for that and thanks jonathan for your Shimming in there, shimming in, and uh, so now I will let over to you, Jonathan. You will end the show here because uh, uh, Sean has done his uh, thing and uh, plugging uh, the show, and so now you have to end the show here. Wrap it up, uh, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so how do we end? You, you could say whatever you want. I just want to again. Um, I just want to say um, thank you um, for taking the time. Um, to um, speak to Sean um, in regards to his um, his, uh, his new material, his uh, single, his album, and uh, the same difference charity um, track as well, which I only found out about last night through Sarah. Um, she told me about it, and uh, and she wanted me to send it across to her. So um, quickly on my way home from work tonight, I I, I actually mentioned it to Martin. Um, and you've got to get this in as well because it's a charity track um, from the, the band that he, he used to be in with his uh, with his sister, um, and it's it's for a good cause. So please, could you give it a mention tonight as well? So um, yeah, um, again, as I say, just huge thank you um, for for your support and and for the way that you actually plug um, the the artists' um, music afterwards. You you really do go for it. Really get involved, and we, I, I and Sean, Rosala, everybody at Energize is very grateful and and thankful to you for what you do. Thank you very much for these kind words. So with that, I will end the show and talk to you soon again. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Martin. Mm-hmm.